on, everybody? Blind Motor Gamer along with Denver Queen here. It's now time for another episode of the Blind Side Podcast. What's up, Denver Queen? How's it going? Going good. I just I was a little bit frazzled because Safari is being itself. Yeah, I know how that goes. It's all good. Don't worry. The technicalities. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, again, we're live here tonight. We are discussing Diablo 2's accessibility and the um, what needs to be done to improve it. So, uh, Denver Queen, would you like to give your overall thoughts on the beta of Diablo 2 Resurrected and what you saw in its lack of accessibility that you thought would be improved at launch? Well... From what Blind Metal Gamer over here told me, there was no accessibility whatsoever. And from from my angle, it's like you have to have a gold standard for accessibility. And I don't want to bring another video game into this, but we all know The Last of Us Part Two set the standard for what accessibility should look like. And... Yes, By that, I want to, yeah, it really did set the gold standard for what accessibility means and should look like. So I agree. Here's what I think. Here's what I think that Diablo 2 Beta Resurrected should have in its accessibility and should have had right launch. Right. Because it's already out as of today. Um. Yeah, I know, but we're talking what should have happened, but, you know, what needs right. to be improved now that it's out in the wild. Right, right. Now that we've got it, I think it would really help if, and this is the same for all these low-budget, you know, games. This game was kind of Not, a small studio it, thing. Yeah, it wasn't low-budget. It was like, I think, forty nine ninety nine. Well, compared to the other A-list games, it's because right. I was looking at, you know, it was like $70 for the game that I mentioned before, but this one is like 49 bucks, which isn't bad, but no, it's, it's like not. you get what you pay for, and that shouldn't yeah, have to happen. I agree. Um, one thing that I noticed yeah. from the launch version, and uh, Super Blind Man, shout out to him, if you're listening, uh, Super Blind Man, shout out to you, man. Um, they promised us screen reader support and uh, takes to speech on consoles. Didn't happen. I did some digging after um, yeah. our initial conversation regarding this, Denver Queen. And uh, they do have accessibility right. in the game. You just have to dig for it. And the way that they have it set up, they do have colorblind adjustments, which is good. They do have audio sliders again, which that's good because if you need that audio, if you need to hear a certain part of the game and you have to drown certain parts out to get the accessibility you want as far as audio, that's good. But when it comes to large text, for those who need larger text, you can only select it to be on or off. You cannot, they don't have a slider. And I hope and pray that Blizzard is is listening to this either here on YouTube or on uh, Anchor and its platforms when it gets 
uh, put over there uh, that they will consider adding that slaughter and text-to-speech in the future. Text-to-speech? Believe it or not, text-to-speech would have helped me play a game like that because, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, going by the gold standard of accessibility that I, I have seen prior to this game's release. There would have been no excuse. I mean, God, oh, no. Naughty Bl Dog pretty much swept the awards. At the oh, yeah, they, they own that. I mean, Blizzard... They own the awards. ...could have had it here. They could have really done Blizzard. some good stuff with this. And said, hey, we're back. We're back with a classic. We're going to remaster it and make it good and accessible. They did make it accessible in a sense. Now, they do have some quality of life features like auto gold pickup, which is great. Uh, they have some audio features in there. Now, granted, as of this podcast, I have not physically sat down and played it. I, I've just basically browsed through the options menu, browsed through the accessibility options, just to kind of get an overview, a synopsis. Because in uh, tomorrow, mm -hmm. Friday, September 24th, I will be starting part one of my Diablo 2 Resurrected Live playthrough here on Twitch. So I'm not just going to... that should be a fun watch. No, I'm not just abandoning the game. What I'm hoping to do here is I'm going to kind of demonstrate some of these things that need to be improved as I play the game. You know, that way I can hopefully show these developers what needs to happen as far as accessibility. Um, and I think... you Making know, Making it more of a... Complete package. Because I don't know if you're familiar right. with this, Denver Queen. Were you uh, into Diablo 2 when it first came out back in 2001? First of all, I never even heard of Diablo 2 to begin with. You've never heard never, of Diablo 2? Wow. Not in 2000, well, in 2001, I mm -hmm. was not even in the video game sphere either because, okay, my family had an Xbox, not a PlayStation in our home. Mm -hmm. And it was not, we were not even in the age where a, uh, we were not in the age of accessibility. No, in back in 01, I remember I that. Admit. Now, Diablo 2, for those of you who do not know who are listening, uh, who might be potentially listening, was not a console release initially. It was not. It was a PC release. Same thing with, um, oh, God. My brothers owned a console version of, I don't want to bring Halo into this, but there was yeah. also Halo for PC as well. Yeah, that was a multi-platform release. a lot of release. games would... Yeah, See, it was a multi-platform release. I thought that D2 was going to be... It nuts because I kept... I thought D2 was going to be a multi-platform. You know, PC, PS2, Xbox. They could have done it. Blizzard could have very well done it. And they didn't come back into the console market until uh -huh. Diablo 3 on PS3. And for years, I've been wanting this remaster so bad. Because, mm -hmm. you see, I got kind of a story to tell. With uh, D2, my late brother got it 
for PC. And, you know, he let me play it because I wanted to play, yeah. you know. I love Diablo. Good game. And, you know, oh, my God, Diablo 2. I get to play Diablo 2 finally, you know. So I got to play that way. Can you and, tell us? And Can you tell us the gist of what this game is about? Is it a story-driven game? Or basically, is it like a first-person it's an shooter? ARPG. It's an action role-playing game. It's top-down, so you do get to see your character. Uh, basically, you've slain Ooh. Diablo, and uh, he's basically back in hell, chilling, doing his thing. And you have new classes. You have the assassin, the druid, the barbarian, the necromancer, the sorceress, the Amazon, and they're all gonna go and, oh, and so it's, it's basically mm-hmm. kick Diablo's ass. So it's and, like a like a little RPG. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's not turn-based. It's Diablo's, action. But yeah, yeah, you can just you get to turn him up. Action role-playing game. Oh, yeah, an RPG. Yeah, and, and, I, I, and it's, play, I don't usually. <clears throat> it's a Far Cry from D two yeah, because or from D three. I mean, because you don't have the roll, mm-hmm. you don't have the dodge. You have it's it's more of an old school type thing, and this to me coming out on a console like this. Is huge. Let me tell you why. If they can remaster D2, they need to remaster the original. Oh, the original Diablo. Okay. Think about that for a minute. You could have Diablo 1, Diablo 2, Diablo 3, and then Diablo 4 when it comes out. All on consoles. Modern consoles. And these modern consoles have some degree of text-to-speech. Yes, and I think, I think what Blizzard needs to do as far as improvements, and you might agree with me on this, is give us a big patch. They've already gave us the 1.2 patch, which was just, I guess, stability issues or whatever. Give us this big patch. Give us the text-to-speech on everything. Wouldn't you agree? Agreed. Completely. Uh, what other accessibility features would you like to see in Diablo 2 Resurrected if they do it post-launch? Put it in there post-launch. Well, um, it's hard for me to kind of list everything, but depending on like what you're you know, doing, I think combat assist might be good. Some things for motor disability. <coughs> oh, yes. Like, it is. Because, like, for example, when I was um, I was actually messing around with my brother's Xbox controller when we were, mm-hmm. I can't remember what I was doing, but Halo could also use something like this in a future release as well. Maybe we can discuss Halo and Doom Eternal and whatnot in a future in a future cast. Right, but you know what I'm saying is. Right, I get you. Some, like combat assist can go for any game that has some yes. sort of shooter on it. Like when you're aiming a gun and shooting somebody. Oh, no, you don't aim guns in this. This is like swords and sorcery. Oh, this um, is swords. Yeah, oh. swords, magic, but, resurrecting but, the know, dead, poisoning your enemies. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what I'm thinking is, and you might agree or disagree. We can each give our own philosophies on this. Combat right. assistance. For this game, for D2, it could look like this. Uh, you know, you have to upgrade your character, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to put your, your points in strength, dexterity, vitality, 
etc. So for combat, let's say you have a skill that fires off a lightning bolt, right? Right. Let's say, I mean, you just push the one button and it'll fire off the bolt. Let's say you had to push, let's say for PlayStation, it was L2 and Square. And for Xbox, it's L2, LT and X. Let's say you um, do that and you do all this and your bolt misses. Next, you have maybe an audio cue that tells you, hey, you missed. I think they put that in there. Yeah, something like that to tell me. Mm. Because, but I've never really fought with a sword physically, but it, I think this sounds like a fun game. That if, if there was all the right stuff in there, I'd... Oh, yeah. And, and then another thing, um, maybe you, you talked about combat accessibility. I want to talk about something else. I've talked about menu narration. That needs to be there. Um, oh, definitely. I have yes. to agree on that. Oh, my yeah. God. With this game, you've got to have mm-hmm. menu narrator because... There's so much stuff in these menus, it's not even funny. It's not even funny yeah. what they do. There's so much stuff in it. Like, all these games. Oh, no. I hey, Denver Queen. Denver Queen. I'm going to sit back to take a quick break. Why don't you keep uh, talking about what accessibility you want to see in D2, and when I get back, I'll continue with what I was saying, okay? Okay, great. I'll, I'll talk about this, but... Uh, I'm, what I want to say is I kind of miss the days of game cartridges, but at the same time, accessibility was never really a big thought for Nintendo either. But for this, uh, this game that Tim is mentioning, D2 could use menu narration because, well, with every game on PlayStation and Xbox, when those two consoles came out initially, it's like, Everything's based on menus, menus, menus. Oh my God, like, where where am I? And as a totally blind person, when something is menu-based, that's when a screen reader, text-to-speech narration of menus could really help. And it's not just in games like D2, but in the outer console stuff itself. Like, for example... I'm a parent of a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, and an 8-year-old. And I want to be able to control which games each each child plays. And I want access to what they're playing, as well as how long they play on the console itself. Each child, you would have, let's see... Perhaps I should say 17-year-old, a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, and an 8-year-old. If I was a mother of four, and same with my partner, we're both blind. So we would have to be able to monitor certain types of things, you know, that, I mean, it comes with the package. But I want to be able to access the parental controls in a council's menu as well as be able to determine for each child based on their age what games they can play. Give them a stack of games they can play. Now, D2 would probably fall under the 17 and older crowd, which, yeah, that would be it. And then you'd have uh, 14 would 
get access to games rated T, the 12 and eight year old would end up getting games rated E. Uh, not sure. But D2 definitely does need to have menu narration in it. Text to speech in game. It just depends on what you're doing in the game. I just never, never heard of this game before. And I don't usually do action RPGs, action-based RPGs. I don't usually do those. RPGs are kind of a, well, ARPGs sound like more fun than RPGs, in my opinion. RPGs are like role-playing games. Uh, and an RPG is a lot. It's a lot. It's you're you're creating an entire world, okay? And it's it's actually there's even a thing that man, I I gotta wait till the big guy gets back. I don't know where he's coming back. He's probably stepping backstage to take care of some stuff. Um, let's see. Um, but yeah, the accessibility of such games, it's like that with a lot of the low budget or games, you know, like the $49 and under games. And you know, it's funny when I read about accessibility in video games, people think, oh God, you're entitled, da da da. And I'm just like, no, that's not the truth at all. Because I think that every single person with a disability wants to do the sort of thing that everyone else is doing. Now, I think, I think with accessibility implementations in games like this, if we can have combat assist, like we were talking about earlier, um, if this is, if this is fought with swords, definitely this should be a consideration because, you know, well, The Last of Us was a story driven game. So I'm trying to think based on what I saw in The Last of Us part two, whoops, good night, stay safe. Um, crap. uh, what should I think? Um, I, I've never even touched video games. I don't usually touch a lot of video games for the reason why the accessibility and of course, blind metal gamer over there, he's got more vision than I do. So he can kind of bear with me. He's, he's been doing a lot more of this than I have. So I'm glad you're back. Yes. Um, um, with Diablo 2, uh, what I was thinking was combat assistance. Here's how it could look. Um, you put you. Let's say you have to push the two buttons for the the skill to work. Right. Make it where maybe just one button could be pushed, or something like that. Because again, yeah, I have not touched this on console. I've, we won't know anything until we st I start my playthrough. So. Um, right. But yeah, some and sort of a combat assistance. Things. Right, well, yeah, some sort of an like assistance. This. Some kind of thing that tells you that either your bolt missed or 
where the heck your sword is angled or what have you. Yeah, I think they have that in. The in. Sense, they have that in the do, game. I'll have to find it and, and fool with it. Play with it. Right. Dude, I'm going to have to get on your Twitch yeah. stream and mm-hmm. maybe check that out. Then uh, but, let's see. Uh, mm-hmm. What other accessibility features could you think of for D2? Well, I I guess menu narration is very big on my list. Yeah, uh, mine too, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're probably going to agree with me on this. It's not only good for someone like me, but for someone like you who has no vision. I have no vision whatsoever, and that's something that people should know. But, right. Um, that's why I'm I always stress menu narration. On every, that should be a part yeah. of every game's accessibility. Every game should have something, because like it was. It's not like we have the SNES or the NES and the cartridge thing. Right. Put the game in and boom, you're playing it. It's not like that anymore. No, no, now, no. You have to install and menu base. It's almost like PC gaming, only for the and mm-hmm. now with the PS5 and Xbox Series X. It can be done. They can easily implement menu narration into their games. And that also includes low-budget games. Yes. But, you know, I, I have a confession to make. I don't even own a game console. I wish I did. But there are a few reasons why I don't. Right. And one of the reasons is... Lack of accessibility. Not a lot of the games... Lack of accessibility in video games, Definitely. Yeah, and like there's only a select. What you're doing is very important. There's only mm-hmm. a select few A-list games, and they're like seventy bucks. Yeah, and that have accessibility. Unlike your, and I, unlike yourself, I'm on mm-hmm. a much more fixed income than you are. So right, so I get that. I mean, yeah. I uh, and, you know, and one thing, and I hope that Blizzard is watching this. They're the developers yeah. of Overwatch, Overwatch Two. Mm-hmm. You know, if the Blizzard mm-hmm. needs inspiration for accessibility, check what, out The Last of Us 2, Back for Blood, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, and Far Cry 6. I love The Last of Us Part 2. I just sat there listening mm. to, uh, what's his name? Super Brandon. Blind Man. Super Blind Man, that guy. Yeah, I watched Super Blind Guy or Super Blind Man play this game through, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy is playing a video game on his own. Whoa. And, but when I was, this is comparative to, I'm sitting in my my house all those years ago, and my brother is like, go this way, go that way. And I'm trying to mess around with Halo, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, that brings up the next top point I would like to make. Uh, Denver Queen, tell me if you agree or disagree, and we can each discuss how uh, this next feature could be implemented. Navigational assistance. Navigational assistance. That is a definite must because yes. if you're in a – like, okay, for example. Now, keep in mind, in a, Denver Queen, keep in mind, this game is not first person. It's not third person. It's top down. Mm-hmm. Top down. Okay. So it's it's called isometric. That what that means is oh. you see your character from the top. Oh, so like, right. You see the character's head. 
head, body, arms, legs, weapon, etc. Oh, man. Okay. Now, I have an idea of how navigational assistance could work, and you can throw in your suggestion, too. Maybe I'll... Oh, okay. Uh, if you want to go first on this one, you can. Well, I, I like how um, The Last of Us 2 had a, a sound that kind of guided you around. I'm and the sure pointer. I forget how that worked. And the pointer. The pointer. The pointer, yeah. That was I, a gut for me. I've got a page to, from that playbook. I've got to get back in. I've got a confession to make here. I know we're talking about D2, but I've got to get – I'm going to get back into that game and finish that off because that is just – oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. That game so, – the story drove mm, me nuts. I mm -hmm. loved the story behind the game. It's, it's so, an apocalyptic story for those of you who don't. No. Right, but that's for another but it's time. Kind of one of those. Yeah, we're yeah, not, but I mean, we're talking D two over here. Right, we're not but talking T L U two. But no, yeah, but the we point we're making is D two could use the T L U 2s navigational system as inspiration. I mean, hell, all oh. these game systems, all these games could use T L U 2s accessibility as inspiration. I mean, come on. Yes, because like yeah, the navigational assistance we're talking much, about. All, yeah. you know, what they could do in an isometric situation is point right. you in the right direction. You know what I mean? Maybe point, yeah, you like, like a commas will point you in the, where you need to go. Or they can make a sound, you know, have a sound go ding, ding, ding or something like when you get closer to oh, where you yeah. need to be. There's actually, and there are audio games like that, too. I can't remember which, but there should be some form of. Implementation Some form of, of pointer. Yeah. Implementation to help of navigational systems. I mean, to hell, to be off topic, you know what game did it way before accessibility was cool? What? Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Ooh. Uh, yes. Okay. So, mm -hmm. with D2, if Blizzard is able to do this, I know they got other things going on right now that I won't discuss, but if they're able right. to get that in there, the navigational piece, the mini narration piece, the combat assistance piece, and the text slider. That's that that's what you need right there. And you do need a font slider, especially for you, because if you rely on large text right. or screen reading. For the for the magnifier piece, you could you could I I don't really care what font you're using, but you know Right, but for you those who have need like a it, it could it would help out yeah. a lot. It really would, especially for you low vision people and you've got low vision, so Right. And one thing you, you've got the that I was thinking of too, yeah. subtitles. For those who are deaf or hard of hearing. Ooh. Give those give those a background a black background with white text or whatever color text they choose. Black and white background or color contrast is what Yes, contrast. Say. Yes. But and then color contrast in the subtitles for, and they do this all the time in like television and movies and whatnot. For but, who's you know, speaking like and all this. Of, that way the player yeah. knows who's speaking because when I really get into this game, I haven't, like I said, I've not started it up yet, but uh, they, if they would do that and then have speaker dialogue for subtitles, sound effect uh, indicators for subtitles, um, mm. maybe have, like a, pre, well, have 
what Ubisoft is doing with Far Cry 6. <coughs> Preset disability Dude, accessibility. I know, right? I'm like, oh my God. I'm, you I'm know. trying to think of how this would work for, say, a deafblind person, too, because... Well, yeah, that would um, be kind of consoles different. are gonna have to start. Well, I know, but like, I you know, I think friend. of it, you know, not only deaf, blind, blind, mm -hmm. visually impaired. I think well, of cognitive disability. Well, well, cognitive autistic. Yeah, well, uh, basically, so you, you got to think about it across the board because. You know, yeah. you can't just think, oh, you got to make it for the blind people or the deaf people or the people with cognitive or the people with motor, the people, because it segregates everyone else. Mm -hmm. So to make, right, to, but you to just really do have to have a set of settings for both and you got right. to put, you know, right. but see, I have a friend who does not like, for example, she's not really big into the audio thing for like audio descriptive tracks. Mm -hmm. Because she says that interferes with some of her learning challenges. Mm -hmm. So what she does is she uses the, I think she uses subtitles mm -hmm. and captions in Braille. And she has now a Braille cool. display for that. Yeah, because well, <clears throat> the consoles, to start implementing they, well, they can't do displays. Braille. That would be hard. Mm -hmm. That would be hard for them to do that. Yeah. It would drive up. Like the PS5 right now is five and 400 bucks. Mm -hmm. So if they did Braille yeah, implementation, it would drive them suckers up real high. So they, the you know. The problem but, is, though, then that would exclude my friend over there in on the East Coast from right. But Vegas. see, they, and, and you know what the the sad thing is? What? They they're not required. The ADA don't require games to be accessible. They're doing it to ADA a point, but. Mm -hmm. But hear me out. Mm -hmm. They, the developers are learning accessibility. Remember, this is new to them. It is new to them, and it's also and you can't new just expect them to learn well, it overnight and be a master at it. No. Because remember, this might be the building block for Diablo Four, and they might patch oh, in those features true. in. At a later time, you know, because you yeah, have to understand true. what they did was that, you know, when you fire up the remaster, you want to know what's running underneath of it. What? The original game. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The original mm -hmm. game is running underneath mm -hmm. that code. So I think honestly, they could include mm -hmm. the features that we've talked about. They could if they were given the resources and the chance and to be able to learn about like I have mm. I have been in the accessibility thing for well not video games but apps mm -hmm. and I have indeed written app companies and I've said this is how you need to do this mm -hmm. if you have any questions consult this page Right, and, and I do the same thing with know, game developers on my own time. You know, I do. Uh, I tell right. them, yeah, go consult you, so and so for such and such. Um, yeah, and yeah, I even and that's great. I'm really glad you do that because you know I. You know, yeah. I mean, if if I did it, you never know. You never know. It might I lead mean, to something. I could. 
it might lead to something big. I mean, big. And so, okay, back to D2. Like, um, back to D2. Yeah. Okay. What other, we've, we pretty much discussed co uh, combat, navigation, menu narration, subtitles, mm -hmm. uh, speaker captions, contrast. Yeah. What other accessibility contrast. feature would you like to see in D2 post launch? Gee, I don't know. But I do know that in some games, there are flashing light sequences that could mess up people's um, epilepsy. Brains. Yes, yes. Epilepsy. We they, have to talk about that because sure, well, well, they do that in movies. They do. Some games oh. do have what's called motion blur, and you can turn that on or off. That oh. helps with motion sickness. Now, as for flashing lights, Diablo 2 doesn't okay. have all that. I remember that from the oh, original. Oh, well, that's good. It doesn't have. Oh, okay, but now if we were talking about, if we were talking about, let's say, uh, mm -hmm. a certain fighting game that people wanted me to buy, which I'm not going to buy, I will oh, not name yeah. it. That game Don't. would definitely need some sort of a way to either neutralize those lights or something, because motion blur would be really good for that because like motion mm -hmm. sickness. Oh yeah. Some people like I don't know really much, but I I do notice though that some movies that I watch have this thing where they say some flashing light sequences could be bad for photosensitive viewers. Right. And I think so, if, if the game was to have that, they should have mm -hmm. that in there too, which the, all of them do now, either in yeah. writing or in and when you boot it up, which is a good thing. I think that yeah, uh, I mean with D2, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. But mm -hmm. back to the accessibility, mm -hmm. I think that mm – -hmm. do you think that what we've covered here today in our discussion is sufficient as far as – I think we covered as, everything. I think we covered everything that needs to be covered. I, I do too. I thought of the uh, flashing light thing. Right. I didn't know what the So, was Denver like. Queen, before we wrap up mm -hmm. and uh, get things rolling as far as exporting and all that, do you have any uh, requests or final thoughts for the mm -hmm. developers – if they do stumble apart across this and listen. I do recommend that you guys uh, consult with blind, low vision, and other types of disabled people. And especially if you're going to put the accessibility implementations in, ask your test group if you want to do, say, a beta testing group with, like, disabled people. This is the same mm -hmm. deal I would ask of, say, apps and other types of things that require accessibility. Just make sure you ask the group to give you plenty of feedback. And, you know, of course, I know how to do feedback because I've done it before. But if you need if you have any questions for anyone who is testing out Diablo 2, just well, make sure you have. The beta is over. This is full. This is oh, going to be. On? This is post launch. Yeah, it right, came out today. It, right, but this is post launch. But they could put like a beta beta testing the patches and all the things we talked about could go into a beta test. That's very true. For another. That's very true. Yeah, because they're going to have to have do an accessibility some beta. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to have a. Yeah. That'll be it. 
I would say my final thought would be this. So, Blizzard, mm-hmm. if you guys are listening to this, either on here, YouTube, Anchor, any other platform this is going to be on, the only thing I ask of you as a gamer who is visually impaired with a disability, a live streamer, content mm-hmm. creator, all I'm asking you is to make Diablo 2 accessible and to, to make it the best remaster that it can be. I'm not asking you all to add fancy graphics. I'm not asking for uh, new characters or DLC. All I'm asking for is a free update for all players on all platforms that would add the following features. Menu narration, some form of combat assistance, some form of navigational assistance, uh, contrast and subtitle, font increases, a font slider, and the spoken dialogue sequences and all of that. If you all can do that, Blizzard, that would be great because you would get this game up to the level of standards and quality that it's known for. I mean, this game, for those of you who don't know, uh, was very popular in its initial release in 2001. And there are people that still play it today. That's how popular Diablo 2 is. And when I heard Diablo 2 Resurrected was coming out, oh, I was so excited I pre-ordered it, right? And mm-hmm. I uh, get the game in my hands. I get all my stuff linked up, and I'm all set up. No text-to-speech. The large font accessibility is good, but it needs to be made great with that slider. You guys need menu narration in this game because I feel that's a must for a game like this with all these menus. And I feel that navigational assistance is a must because, you know, again, all the questing and all of that, you know, help people get where they need to be. So in closing, I would like to say that I hope everybody has enjoyed this episode of the Blindside Podcast and the inaugural episode here on Twitch.tv slash Blind Metal Gamer. And tune in tomorrow, which is Friday, September 24th, 2021. At around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be starting my playthrough of Diablo 2 Resurrected, and we're going to begin the journey together. So, until then, for, for Denver Queen, I've been your host, Blind Metal Gamer, saying so long, everyone, and peace out. Peace out.